This is the weekly update with the Bournemouth Daily Echo. And of course, in, in the company of uh, Andy Martin. Good morning to you, Andy. A very good morning to you. I, I guess every day is a busy day for a journalist like yourself. <laughs> you get one one piece of news put to bed, uh, and then and then the, the 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 next piece of news rises up. And, and I guess you you news hounds are always on the the hunt for a scoop, aren't you? Well, absolutely. I mean, I'm not as as you know. I've not been doing this for for many years, but you still you still um, you're still on the lookout for something that nobody else has written about. You're still on the lookout for a story that you can break first. And, and actually, um, because, I, because we're all working remotely, um, uh, I, I wrote a story last week, about, and which I'll talk to you about in a minute, about um, plans for a, a race around Bournemouth. And it wasn't until I logged on to the edition last night on my laptop, I saw that it had been used as the front, it was the front page lead today. Yeah. And actually, I, it just reminded me that actually it's still, it's still quite a thrill to get your stories on the front page of a newspaper these days. Yeah, and of course you, you were the editor for, for a, a long time, you know, making those sorts of decisions. How, how, do, you, how do you decide what gets on your front page? Uh, well, I, I mean, there are, two, there are two key drivers, really. One is, is it going to sell newspapers? Are, pe- are people going to, to want to read it? Is it interesting? And secondly, is it something we should be doing anyway? So sometimes you make a decision about putting something on the front that you know is not going to sell a lot of papers, but actually it's the right thing to do. Um, so, uh, you know, an example is that would be Remembrance Day. Uh, we, 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 we always would put pictures of the Remembrance Day ceremonies and services on the, pa- on, on the front page the following day, on the Monday morning, knowing full well that actually a lot, many people wouldn't buy it because they'd seen it on the TV the day before, they knew what it was about, it wasn't new news, but we always felt that actually it's the right thing to do to, to respect, you know, those who've given their lives in war. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a balance. Ma- mainly it's about what's going to sell the newspaper, but sometimes it's what the right thing to do is. Simple as that, really. So what are the big stories you're going to share with us today that we can, we can get our teeth into later on as we read the, pe- the paper? Okay, well, the first one is this, is this uh, Green Grand Prix. So this was, uh, this was something that's um, been, uh, been floated uh, by a, a, some business leaders and supported by a couple of BCP councillors. And basically, it's, 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 it's a, a plan for a, a Grand Prix around Bournemouth not using traditional racing cars that your listeners will be familiar with from Silverstone, but electric cars. Um, and uh, it would go around Bournemouth and, and uh, be quite a big event and put Bournemouth on the map. Something to sit alongside the Air Festival uh, as, a, as a different but new event. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. I think it's something that you know may, may, well, may well have a bit of traction. Well, it sounds a great idea, particularly since we're seeing, you know, all the, uh, the the birds. The birds are singing louder. Apparently, the the pollution in our cities is are coming down dramatically. The the sort of fog and whatever. So obviously, the, uh, you know, the, the 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 environment is going to be very much to the fore. And I guess that yeah. people will be pretty cautious about you know what we go back to. So that sounds like a great initiative. Yes, and I think um, you know. I think we we spoke last week, didn't we, about the fact that there was this ongoing debate about the air festival uh, and you know, the sustainability of it. Um, and obviously, that's a you know, that's quite a controversial one. But here's something that you know, um, on the face of it, is going to be could be very environmentally friendly um, with electric cars and what have you, and therefore could be a thing to look at quite seriously for the future. And I and I think there'll be. I think there'll be a, quite a lot of good reaction to this. So let's, you know, 
Let's see what happens. Let's see yeah, what well, see what the message board say later in the day. You put it you put it out there and uh, and uh, and see what comes back. <laughs> so what else have we got? So the other story I was going to mention uh, it also has a transport theme. This is about cycling, and it's a story that's um, uh, that's been done by our local democracy reporter Josh, uh, talking about the fact that cyclists will not be banned from using the prom uh, in the Bournemouth and Pool area. Um, Although the council leader had made a suggestion that that if if if, if speed restrictions weren't adhered to on the on the prom, uh, that there there might be a consideration to banning cyclists on there. Um, she, she, Vicky Slade, that the leader said uh, uh, on Monday, I think it was, that, that the matter would not be pursued at this stage, um, but it would remain under review. Now, again, this is a pretty controversial one, isn't it? And I I hesitated to raise this one because I always know that when when we talked about cycling stories. Uh, in the newsroom, and uh, that you know, we we put them online. Uh, the message boards were red hot with people in favour and those against. That the, there's a, there's a strong division in the in the lobbies between the the, the, the pro cyclists and the anti cyclists. Um, but obviously, there's been concern about the rise in cycling along the prom since the lockdown measures were introduced, um, and of course, more and more people now using the prom and, and the beaches because the restrictions have been lifted. So a bit of concern about the interaction between children and pedestrians and cyclists, but. You know, let's hope that everybody can, you know, be sensible about it uh, and uh, you know, everybody can, can take their share of, of the great outdoors along our seafront. Yeah. I mean, obviously, in one sense, I mean, cycling is great, great for health and whatever, and it's lovely to see so many people out on their bikes. But, of course, there will always be those irresponsible ones, you know, who are cycling too fast or, or cycling on the pavement when they shouldn't and that sort of thing. And I guess it's that that... that that makes people angry, actually, isn't it? And uh, but actually, yeah. cycling of itself is is great. It should, uh, you know, I, I'd be tempted to get on my bike myself. You know, though, mind you, probably <laughs> I'd probably fall off it. It's been that many, so, so many. If well, I, I've been looking. I've been looking out for you as I've been driving around, but I haven't seen you. So yeah, I'll keep that, an eye out. Yeah, that's keep because eye out. that's because I haven't been on one yet. In fact, I I, I saw on YouTube actually of a guy who hadn't been on bike and he kept falling into a ditch. You know, and I was roaring with laughter just watching him on the on YouTube. You know, but I would be that guy, Andy. Anyway, th- uh, sure. for more information and to hear the latest update, visit hopefm.com forward slash daily echo.